When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's such wow, a, bring what is it reminiscent of? It's like Saturday morning something. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's like Saturday morning. It's like Saturday morning something. It's like, like a modern Saved by the Bell. Oh, oh it, it does. Kind of, <laughs> <laughs> like an 80s Saturday morning teen drama kind of. Yeah. Who sings that song? Well, that's the great Eli Braden, who oh. you know from... The Howard Stern, like from many of his uh, uh, songs about all Robin, of yeah. Robin Kitts. All of Moonlighting Outside of Howard. Yeah, yes. the, ori the original song was just him singing about Jenny's tits and my balls. And yeah. we thought <laughs> if we wanted to get into other homes, we wouldn't. That's the, that's the classic version. Uh, yeah. That's it. So, Jenny. Yes, Danny. You want to tell us about your guest? I feel like we have kind of a big guest today. I feel like we kind of do. Um, yeah. I know her from watching her do puzzles at her house. <laughs> Most people know her from her uh, Howard Stern superfan. I know. Okay. I'm trying Howard. to do everything in lists of. Okay. Howard Stern superfan. Quiet. <laughs> individual. Uh -huh. Unopinionated, I would say. Yep. Very, very, very uh, a, a flower, a delicate flower, Thank if you, you will. Drinking violet, would you maybe even? Drinking <laughs> violet, I would say that. I would say that. Mm. She's in, she's a musician oh. and she's in a band called the Shrinking Violets. Um, <laughs> but they, they recently changed their name to The Chicks. Oh, isn't that interesting? <laughs> yes. God. Because they felt that that was actually disrespectful to shrinking violets. <laughs> here we got a lot of flack from the shrinking violet. Yeah. They, can't, they can't help their size. And, but uh, uh, Natalie Maines, everybody. Natalie Maines. Natalie Maines, singer, Maines. activist. I don't know what else you want me to say. Activist. Um, Howard Stern super fan. I said Howard Stern super fan. I don't know. Um, I like rock hounding. Oh, wait. Rock what? Hounding. Uh, foster puppy mother. You're yeah. a fan of fostering puppies. Oh, yeah. Mother to Pearl. The that's right. I have a tortoise. A tortoise named Pearl. Mm -hmm. I, I think it would be better if you said mother of Pearl. <laughs> I am the mother of Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is <laughs> Mother of Pearl. Also a band that she was in called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So early in the history of doing it with Danny and Jenny, we had the great Natalie Maines on, and it was one of the greatest conversations of all time. Amazing. It was just an amazing, <laughs> you really got deep. There were tears. You revealed things I don't think you've ever revealed anywhere else. This is and um, we just took a break as I got up to go to the bathroom, and I stepped on our control board, um, <laughs> and we lost pretty much the entire thing. And so this is, this is a do-over, but if anything, it's only giving you time as an artist to reach greater heights. So right. and I really prepare up. for this day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think it was the universe saying they're not ready for this just yet. Right. That was that, that was that crunching sound that I heard. <laughs> <laughs> that it it was truly, the universe. Truly an absolute nightmare. But uh, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. And you uh, are we uh, so I think we'll be releasing this after Yes. You performed at the um, Democrat at the DNC. Yes, you guys can pretend it was amazing. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to assume it was, but don't make a liar out of me, yeah. okay? Yeah. I'll try. That's all I ask. Let's Is make it, sure that that was a... Yeah. Are you... Uh, how excited are you to do... What, 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 a, what a platform. What a stage. It's interesting. You know, I feel like... I mean, I feel like I've watched some of the past conventions, but they don't usually have like musician performers, right? It's just a lot of speeches and yeah. introductions. So we've got, it's been, I personally have preferred the uh, quarantine version of the uh, convention. convention. I yeah. the, didn't you, I loved the nominating when they went from state to state. Yeah. Doing stuff like that to me was like, it's much better than a bunch of people like in stupid hats going from the great state of West Virginia. I know. And shouting like it's, you know, a football game. No, <laughs> I just, no, I know. So um, I was, I, I, I did like that part as well. So uh, that's cool. And um, I have no doubt it was amazing. And you rocked the virtual house. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Well, we actually, you have to, we have to, because we're a, Band, we have to pre-record all of these videos yeah. that we do because Zoom is way too out of sync to perform. Yeah. So yeah, we already recorded our video. It'll air and it'll be amazing. What, I, what song is it? Are, are you doing? Well, no, she it under wraps. It's the Star Spangled Banner. Oh, really? Amazing. Why not? Why? Why did you choose that and not say like Oh Canada? <laughs> Well, oh, Canada is not that melodic. Honestly. No, it's one of the worst. <laughs> it's one of the worst anthems, I think. <laughs> Very oh, Canada doesn't have a lot of options. No offense, Canadians, but no, no. It never right. made me want to rush to Canada when I've heard it. No offense, Canada. Your prime minister's better, but our anthem is better. So <laughs> we have very little to brag about right now. My favorite thing is that other countries, like after all of that build the wall thing, it's other countries just built a wall around us. Like he got his wall. We can't go anywhere. We're absolutely, mm -hmm. we're absolutely fucking trapped. Okay, if he wins, will you stay? Seriously. Oh. Not just like, I'm leaving, but seriously. No, well, clearly none of us can go to Canada now. So. I'll probably. <laughs> shit on their anthem. Canada's too cold. I would go because this English thinking, but I do wonder though if like I'm playa. if he wins, what you just what the 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 civil rights that just get dismantled. I actually wonder if people like who speak out are in danger. Uh, you know, at, at this point, you know, because it's like it's every little step. It's like oh, that'll never happen. That'll never happen. And I was actually trying uh, to. I know. So, I don't know. I mean, I'll probably stay and fight. Although the idea of like going to New Zealand and just like farming sheep sounds pretty nice. <laughs> I think yeah. I'm gonna go to Colombia. I'm gonna go to Colombia and get into the <laughs> drug trade. <laughs> I might join you. <laughs> no, but really, Colombia is where I'm thinking I might go. Really? Yeah. Why Colombia? Because my friend um, lived there for like over ten years, and they have a coffee farm, and they can show me the ropes, and I can buy a huge coffee farm for like $5,000, spend another 5,000 putting a house on it. And it's like Kauai, but not America. And listen, I'll be back. I'll That's be back. If, if it's safe, if it's safe, I'll be back in four years. I never but heard honestly, that Colombia is the Kauai of South America. I think it's gonna be scary to stay here, really. My kids don't wanna stay here if he oh, wins. I know, it's really bad. Um, you know, my, my dear, dear friend, Sophie Vergara is from Colombia. <laughs> and um, she's just a dear, dear friend. And she, uh, my dear friend, Sophia, loves Colombia and speaks highly of it. And yeah, yeah. Is I that where she's she from? <laughs> yes, she's from Colombia. Oh, is she? Okay. Hard to tell with the accent. Yeah, it's a little hard. <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking Jersey, but yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, pick up a little Jersey and that. Scottish. Scottish. Uh, <laughs> The chicks, and we'll get to that, all that stuff, but did the chick, did you have a tour plan before all of this? Did you, like, what was, and, and like, what was the moment you realized, holy shit, we got to give these tickets back or? or, or well, so we were just about to announce the on sale. So yes, oh. we had, all the venues were booked. The whole tour was routed. Uh, everything was done. We were um, in the process of production. Elements were being constructed and 
programmed and this and that and uh, designed. And then, so we, yeah, I think it was like just one or two days before the announcement that we had to go into quarantine and people were sort of, oh, we'll just hold off on the announcement and see what happens. And I was like, this is never happening. Yeah. I know. I kept holding on to things. Like I had little things that, oh, this will, you never know. Yeah, you kept seeing all these things like rescheduled for uh, for June. And I was like, right. (laughs) No, (laughs) it will not be. Yeah, I know. It's tough. And then you, were you, the new album, did you record that prior to, um, COVID? Oh, or yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. We take a really long time to make records, so we've made that for two years. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, wait, when did the first single come out? Um, March. It I was, think it was right before the launch. Right. So do you think that your single caused all of this? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. That, I mean, I don't... Yeah. yeah probably. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. That's a, and how old are your kids? You, you have kids, you have kids, right? Yep. Slade's 19 and Beckett is 16. So how has it been like, like, cause my son's 19. So he was like just finishing up his freshman year at UCLA and then was able to go there. But I, and he's my youngest, but what was it like having to finish school at home? Like I, I felt so bad for parents who had to go through that. Oh, I know. I feel bad for young people with young kids. Oh, that's true. My, my, well, Slade's been graduated for over a year and a half, but, um, been graduated. Been been graduated for over a year. He done been graduated. He done been graduated. That's from Texas over here. I done got myself graduated. That gets kind of at that age where it's like, hey, listen, you got to take care of your own shit. (laughs) I'm out of here. (laughs) That's amazing. But wouldn't you like murder your kids though if you had to homeschool them and they were like six or seven? Like I, I don't understand how people do it. I I know. I I have a couple of friends with young kids and they're yeah, desperate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of them are sort of um they so one of my friends, she's really smart, super involved in politics and activism and very careful and as quarantined as me during this and her daughter starting kindergarten and she met a family from the school well they already knew them through work but they didn't know them know them but they Uh had this whole conversation just about how quarantined are you like there's there's this whole conversation going on with a lot of these parents of young kids just seeing if they're on the same page and being as careful and if so this family was it's taking it as serious as her family so they're swapping like two days like uh that girl's that woman's daughter will come to her house two days a week and she'll do school and then her daughter so they're they're finding ways to survive because yeah five days a week of teaching kindergarten no thanks (laughs) but truly you're living that it takes a village thing i mean that's what they're doing which is like yeah, I, I don't know how I would do it. Oh my. Yeah, and I guess with the young ones, they can't, their attention span, like, can't, they can't look at the screen for seven hours a day. So they just see their teacher, like, twice a day. And the parents have to teach the rest. It's crazy. Yeah, and what about the parents who are, like, working from home or something? Like, how do you even have time to have your job as well as your school teacher? Like, exactly. Oh my God. It would That's be- why I'm pro-choice. That's why I'm pro-choice. <laughs> <laughs> You're mandatory abortions, what yes. I hear. That's- <laughs> I'm waiting for that. Something I can oh. get. I'm waiting for that March. That'll get me out. <laughs> yeah, I've, been, I've been locked down since March, but. Now, when my twins were about 12 and 13, I was very in favor of very late term abortion. Like. <laughs> You can drop them off at a fire station without penalty, I think. Yeah, like into the 90th trimester, I thought, like, that seems like it's fine. They're not quite viable. Um, (laughs) Right, right. They can't live on their own. Yeah, no. (laughs) So, yeah, I know. That would would absolutely be crazy, crazy. Uh, Well, now, how how have you been spending your time? What's been 
since you yeah, have actually been following the you've been following the rules because you and I were talking last night. Like I, got the, pause, I gotta let this person. I got, somebody's at my feet. I'm pause. Oh, okay. She's just getting COVID from a delivery person. Yep. Did you hear it? She's having a silkwood shower. Yeah. Is the person in a hazmat suit now? No, he's in a really hot mask. <laughs> a sexy mask. Were you like, what's going on in that mask? <laughs> what you working with? That mask? Wow. I know. Like the new pickup lines. Like, what's happening under that mask? Mm -hmm. I was walking, I, I think I was like at the, yeah, I was at like a Gelson's and um, I, I just like, I was just looking at somebody had the mask there. I was like, holy shit, that woman has such beautiful eyes. Oh, <laughs> finally looking at eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Legitimately looking at eyes. I'm not for sure saying that. Um, no, it's um, great. You could go like sunglasses, hat, mask, just look like <gasps> shit underneath it. Emmy Lou, shush. Come here. Emmy Lou. You just missed Emmy. Ah. I just, where's King? Okay. Barking King, sitting right there. <laughs> I actually want to talk about masks too. I mean, it do, is it, it, it's the most maddening thing that masks are political. It just, it makes I, no sense. I can't get past it. Like I have, two, I, I have two nephews who go to um, Auburn and of course Auburn had to have, in Alabama had to have classes. They didn't cancel them. Both of them got COVID in a week. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh. yeah. Because why wouldn't they? This is a pandemic. <laughs> exactly. This is exactly what was going to no. happen. Like, yeah, that sounds 100% accurate. You <laughs> go to school, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry to the my pillow guy who completely has all the fucking answers. My the oh, my God. By the way, I bought those my pillows like right when they came out. I remember I sent my mom one. I got one. Those things fucking suck. They are the worst. God, really? Worst pillow. All it is is like a folded up egg crate, you know, just like a squid. It's just folded up and sewn, and that's it. That's the my pillow. It's. I, I said to my mom, "Is like this thing sucks. Can you send them back?" Like, they're no Tempur-Pedic. No, it it is the stupid. Danny, did you get what? Like it was. They're the worst. No, I stayed at a friend's house a while ago, and he had gotten a my pillow, and it was like in the thing. And it was like this. My my neck was hard. Like before, I knew his crazy. <laughs> politics and that he felt like he was uh jesus's messenger on earth it was it was like i i feel so good that i hated his pillow it's like i never I liked it i thought you were gonna go oh man i mean he's a nut job but he makes a good pillow <laughs> oh yeah yeah no no i was so relieved it's sort of like i never really liked bill cosby and i felt so relieved <laughs> <laughs> he was like Oh my God, I had all I always thought like, these are just like kind of long stories about jokes. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> made the faces. <laughs> I never liked that kind of stuff. Why is your dog wearing a that? Yeah, well, what's, what'd you do? Describe it for the Let me, let me guess, you ran her over. <laughs> no. <laughs> she pulled, her thumbnail, like her thumb on her paw, mm. she like tore it away from, it was, I had a bad bleed. It was really painful. Oh, like cut it down to the quick. Where I've been waiting two days for the mobile emergency vet to call me back. <laughs> so apparently, so I'm just trying to keep her from licking it and getting it infected. I think it'll probably heal on its own. I just got to get her to leave it alone. That looks yeah. like the most comfortable cone though I've ever seen. I yeah. think so, because it just really, is malleable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It won't knock everything over when she walks by. Yeah. The way that those hard. Can you see the TV, Mama? Say hi. Who's hi, that? Emily. Hi, who's that? But also, like the My Pillow guy, what's his name? Lindell, Mike Lindell. Yeah. Like, I mean, no offense that he's cleaning himself, but he was like a former crack addict. He was. Pillows, yeah. Okay, but it, I mean, this is true. Like he was a former. Well, good for him for uh, get for getting cleaned up, but then making the world's shittiest pillows. Yeah, then you like at least do. Yeah, exactly. You would think like I, you know, I fucked up my life. I want to put some good into the world, and then I'm. Supporting. But it, it, like at least goya beans are good. Oh, goya beans are great. They're great. I mean, at, le at least like the product is like, man, that's gonna be tough to stop. It's going to be really, yeah, no. You but can't. the my pillow, I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> Nobody wants a fucking pillow. 
I'm going to I'm going to say something controversial here. I think uh, Chick I think Chick Fil A is overrated. I, I never really like no, I know. Now you where people, we part ways. I like Chick Fil A. You know, people people love it. I would boycott like Panda Express or something like that. Like if 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 the owner, the CEO of Panda Express, said something, I'm gonna be like, that's it, never eating there again because it's fucking gross. But well, listen, I love Chick Fil A, but <laughs> I, I do. I have Bandit. Yeah. Yeah. It's painful. But it's hard because it's good. Like the product's good. But with a my pillow, like when you have a shit product, it's like that's super. No, my pillow doesn't have like that hundred day return policy, like the mattresses, like um. What's the mattress that comes in a tiny box? Yeah, the, the, uh, I know. Casper. Casper, yeah, I have Casper mattresses. Yeah, it's not like that. You can't try it for a hundred days. And No, you can, I think there's like a 90 day, you can send them back. But with my pillows, you could never buy them like in a store. You know, like if I went to Bed Bath & Beyond, I could feel the pillow and go like, yeah. oh, okay, this, you know, you can get a sense of it. This, you can't, you just had to buy it. And I think they just- I know, but you can't return it? You can return it, but I think it's, also, there's a lot of lazy people that wouldn't bother to return it. Yeah, yeah. Because that's a pain in the ass to do. So it's like, you've already bought it. Mm, fuck it. I'll have yeah. an extra pillow. Throw it in the guest room. Riveting. This is riveting conversation, by the way. Yeah, I know. No, yeah. it's, <laughs> <laughs> But I actually want to know. <laughs> I mean, like 25, 30, it was like 25, 30 bucks a pillow. It wasn't oh, yeah. Like so then it's like, eh, it's not worth Yeah. Right. right. It's not like a $100 Tempur-Pedic or something where you're... Mm -hmm. I, hate that I, I hate that he takes up space in my brain. I hate yeah, like, the, the, my, my pillow guy or Donald Trump? Like all of these people. All of it. Um, it all goes hand in hand. It's like my pillow guy, really, with your shitty commercials and your blue shirt. With, like, Did you see him on Anderson Cooper? You oh my God, the Anderson <laughs> ate his fucking lunch. <laughs> it was awesome. I watched it. Pretty awesome. The <laughs> ever seen. Pretty awesome. How do you sleep at night? I'm like, oh my God. He, you know he had that one in his back pocket. Oh he's probably God. listening to our album. I'm sure. He's probably oh. watching the podcast. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> okay, yeah. so now, now tell me, let's get back. Tell me what you've been doing. So how, have you, how have you kept yourself busy? Well, I do a lot of cooking and cleaning. I've been mm -hmm. trying to cook things I've never made before, like pasta from scratch, bread yeah. from scratch. I've oh, started wow. sourdough starter about seven times and I still haven't mastered it. <laughs> just started a new one today. We'll see how that goes. I ordered a greenhouse and I'm going to put that together myself next week. Mm -hmm. Wow. All and by yourself? I'm trying to learn about gardening. Yeah, I'm sure my kids will be bored immediately and not really help <laughs> me, but that's fine. I can listen to true crime podcasts and <laughs> there and try to figure it out. Have you been working on writing anything like wow? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> I'm trying to help you like sound like you're no, honestly. Well, I mean, I was working my ass off for the album release, so I've just been and I feel like we've been working on the album release since January <laughs> with press and photo shoots and all of that. So I was just so happy to have that behind me. <laughs> I remember I was like, we. It was released, we were done, all the meat press was done. I was like, okay, and then I see like the twice weekly schedules on my calendar and I was like, no, uh -uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is like the end of a tour. Like I saw that date on the calendar and I'm done. I need, yeah. a, I need a vacation. So yeah, I'm taking until September to just do hobbies and just yeah. not have to, except for you guys, I did Thank that. you so much. <laughs> <laughs> and I did the convent, the Democratic convention. But compare like this to Democratic convention, you would say like. <laughs> this is way more fun. Oh, okay, perfect. I just want, I, I figured as much. I just wanted to hear you say it. And I, feel, uh, I feel so, I don't know. I, I, it's so good you have this. It makes me, you're releasing some pressure for me. I feel like I should be doing so much more creative writing. I mean, I am doing some. But it's like I was gonna ask you, like, but our like our shows in development and stuff. It seems yeah, like I'm like I'm pitching. I, I actually just sold something, so that's good. Oh, congrats! Nice. But who knows what that even means? I mean, how do you? It's all magical thinking. We're gonna shoot yeah. in and here, and I, I, you know, nobody knows. So, I, you know, I don't know. I'm sort of taking it as like a fall. You know, I worked pretty steadily on the for 11 years on something. And it's like nice to kind of 
I'm, it's sort of a, it's it's if there's any plus side, this is kind of a forced. Okay, you have to reset now. So yeah. Well, I like the. Uh, I think it's smart uh, that the Bachelor can still continue. Did you hear what they're doing to be able to do their new season? No. All the contestants, all the staff, like all the production crew, everything had to quarantine at like all together, like a pod for two weeks before they started shooting the show. Oh, so it's like the NBA bubble. Like the NBA bubble where they put it. They had a bachelor, bachelorette bubble. How and much then, fucking do you think is going on? Of tons. And then <laughs> listen, <laughs> um, is who hosts that? Chris Harrison? Is that his name? Yeah. I always yeah. want to say Chris Hansen, but that's the... No, wait, no, oh, right, that, yeah. Catch a predator. Chris Harrison. <laughs> and I don't actually watch The Bachelor. But kind I of the same thing, though. Yeah. Catch a predator in The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of the same. A little, little similarities there. Uh, but Howard was saying, I think yesterday, because I don't watch Bachelor, but Howard does. But So Chris Harrison was supposed to be in this pod, and I think he was, but his son, I think it was a son, was supposed to go off to college. Uh -huh. So Chris left to go take his kid to college and now he can't host the first two weeks <laughs> of Bachelor because he has to be quarantined the first two weeks. So guess who they got to host? And the, I thought Howard's take on this was hilarious because he was like, what? now they've gotten one of the Bachelorettes, like one of the girls from The Bachelor to be the host for the first two weeks. Howard's like, Chris just showed them that he doesn't do a job that's special. This right. guy <laughs> girl is about to do his job and they're never gonna need to hire him again. <laughs> so really glad you had to drag your kid to college that he's right. not even gonna be able to stay in college. He's gonna have to turn his ass right back around and come home. That is so funny. Right. And he's 18, like he couldn't get himself to fucking college. <laughs> Howard was like, my dad didn't my drive me to college. <laughs> this, let this kid drive himself to college. <laughs> I drove my Self to college, my parents didn't come with me. They would have been in the way, as far as I was concerned. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. That's a great thing. Like, go to college. His, his dad has this job, and dad needs to do his job. I know. <laughs> <laughs> really a funny take though because yeah it's he just showed everyone how useless he is <laughs> <laughs> yeah this girl's probably gonna be great <laughs> that would be amazing because he is like I, you know i'm sure he's a lovely guy he is a level of bland like i don't watch it all I, i've only seen it tuned in but he's like he's he's like a level of bland where it's like you can't even believe like 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 he makes like carson daly look like howard stern like his level, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like holy shit, Carson, a little cutting edge over there. How does he compare to Ryan Seacrest? Oh, Seacrest, out. <laughs> <laughs> you prefer Chris? No, I, I you know, I, God, this is a real, like, it's sort of like, how would I rather die? Would I rather be torn apart by a uh, hungry bear? <laughs> I don't Tigers. know. That's a tough choice who I like more. That's a tough F Mary <laughs> right there. Right. Those three. Holy I throw in Julie Chin. Now oh. it's um, now you can't oh. even decide. <laughs> oh man! Talk about a Sophie's choice right there. Yeah, <laughs> the Sophie's bland choice. You probably, you probably answered this question um, uh, like a ton of times, but I'm just curious, like about changing the names of the chicks. Like yeah. what? I mean, obviously, we were in a huge cultural moment that, like, a lot of us good lefties did our did our own sort of like. Okay, I have not done all I could in, in in all of this. You know, there's a lot of soul searching and all that. But what? How did that sort of come about? What was like? When and when? How did that? Because I think it's really admirable that you did that. By the way. Oh, thanks. Um. So yeah, we wanted to change our names since after the controversy in what was that? Oh three. Yeah. Um. Just because we, you know, we got flack for our name, but it was always the chicks. It was never the Dixie. Yeah. And. I actually, I'll admit, did not think of Dixie as being a racist word. Nor have I up until yeah. Like it was a region that had a very racist history, but you know, the girls got their name from the Little Feet song, if you'll be my Dixie chicken, I'll be your Tennessee lamb. So, you know, there was, it, we're not from Dixie. Like it was just very uh, yeah, quick that they named themselves. And then, but then after the controversy, it seemed like, it was so shocking to know that we had 
a lot of fans that were racist or thought that we were, you know, conservative or had these viewpoints that they had. Yeah. It felt really icky. That was one of the great things about the controversy is just kind of clean house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, but so we had been, so we just didn't like, I don't know, the name just felt icky after that. Yeah. It yeah. seemed like people made a lot of connotations, probably not just based on this, you know, type of radio we were on, but probably because of our name. I, I think people, yeah, I think they thought we had that name intentionally for some racist reasons or something. Did, did you like, have any, did y'all have any issue with another band being named that? Like the way that Lady Antebellum went to Lady A? So, yeah, so then, so, you know, just over the years, we've all, like a million times it's been brought up. <sighs> should we, we should change our name. Can we change our name? Uh-huh. And it does always seem like too big of an undertaking and nobody was like asking us to. It almost seems kind of self-sabotage. Why would you change right, <laughs> such right. a successful name? What do you, you know? Are you bored? Why are you doing that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So we didn't do it. And then when George Floyd died and actually the moment for me where I was like, oh my God, we're changing our name was when NASCAR banned the Dixie flag. I was right. just like, oh my God, if NASCAR can ban the Dixie flag, yeah. we're changing our name. <laughs> we're not. Yeah, we're that was very impressive, actually. Well, you know, the yeah. way they also coming to the support of the dri um, uh, that driver. And Bubba I, Wallace, yeah. I was, just like, I, I was very like, yeah, I'm glad. It feels like a good well, culture. It feels like the people in NASCAR, because it's the France family that started NASCAR that runs it and everything, and they're, sons and everybody they're far more progressive it's it's some of the fans yeah the fans that are like audience and i'm sure a lot of their fans are pissed but yeah but there's a lot of people that are like yeah good that's we need to be you know i think nascar gets a bad rap for that but the, the powers that be and especially i thought what they did for bubba wallace by rallying around him and even though it, that you know, noose that was found in his garage. That was a noose that was hanging there. It wasn't specific to him, but it was someone going, I don't need to make a garage pull. Hey, check this out. It made a noose. So. I know, but I heard, I someone told me that that's, that it's actually something that they use in racing and that it had, it had been hanging there. It, no, it, it, no, it had been hanging there. The thing was, it was, it was just a, like a rope used to make a handle. And you can make a handle go to the Boy Scouts, they can make a knot handle any different way. This was a proper, <laughs> like where they made the look. Do you the, think somebody did that? Yes, it was oh, a Talladega, Alabama, 100%, not directed at him because it had been there, but somebody just thought, it wouldn't oh, this be funny? This will be funny, I'll make this into a noose. It just so happened. Hilarious. That the, that the guy that was assigned that garage happened to have been in there and he, and he didn't even see it. It was one of his crew right. members that saw it. <laughs> And reported it, and and it does. It doesn't matter if it was even directed towards him or not. Just the simple fact that somebody thought to yeah. even make a noose as a garage pull when you could make a million different types of knots. Oh, it was like a pull to pull up the big oh, the garage, door. the big door up and down, and it was just a, <laughs> like a rope hanging there. But instead of just making a regular, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can be. A, yeah, I, I can buy that. I, yeah. <laughs> so somebody going, hey, I'm going to make a noose. Check this out. Funny. You know, it's like, no, that, that, that's not funny. It doesn't matter if it was Dale Earnhardt Jr. in there. That's not funny. Like, it, I, I just wish they hadn't replaced it with a swastika pole. <laughs> I thought that was, I mean, and I get there's, there's four different sides you can hang on to to pull the <laughs> I understand, like, but It's like a man running. It wasn't... Uh, um, it wasn't there. Well, you know, good for, I mean, it's, it's like, I think it's like, if you have a microphone and you have like a, like, or, or, or influence like NASCAR does or like the chicks do, I think like it, you know, at the end of the day, when you're like looking at what you've done and what out in the world, if you're not, it's, it's good to put a good, even if like your fan base isn't always going to come along right away. Yeah. Like, but you know what? Everyone, it, it's been so natural. It's been awesome. Um, I haven't, I mean, I don't read much about us, but I haven't heard anything negative. And we always called ourselves the chicks. Yeah. So it was really natural for us. I've only called us Dixie chicks once since then. I messed up one time. Luckily it wasn't in an interview or anything, but um, <laughs> what else is I going to say about it? Yeah. Well, we just also like to, all we had to know was that this word injures people. Yeah. 
and we're not looking to injure anybody. You know, it's just a word. Oh, and then I was just going to say too, like, it's like, you know, have you ever been walking around with sort of a burden that you didn't even know you had until it was lifted? Yeah. That's how changing our name felt. It was like, oh, I mean, the chicks is such a cooler name anyway. It, it, it <laughs> it's a cool awesome. name. And, and by the way, so there's not another group called the chicks? So yes, there were the chicks. They're oh. a New Zealand sister duo. And they are Another uh, up in age. I think they're in their <laughs> 60s. Um, but so, yeah, so, you know, we knew we wanted to change it the day NASCAR made that announcement, but then we didn't actually make our name change for like over two weeks. Cause yes, we wanted to get all of our legal ducks in a row, make sure we could get yeah. the name legally, um, working on the trademarks for it, but then also reached out to the New Zealand duo and asked if they would share the name with us. Um, and were they cool? Yep, they're awesome. I mean, because that Lady A thing was... That's like, a, that feels different, because that woman has been around, really cool. right? Also, I also just have to say, like, it felt like with, like, I felt this way about their, I mean, I, I think talented musician, all of that, but I thought, like, Antebellum is before the Civil War. It's like, why, like, it, it, to me, there was sort of like, why would you, it, it's, a, it's not a great name from the, like, Dixie, I think, I associated it because of the Stephen Foster songs and everything, you know, you, there were Dixie Cups, there was Dixie, it, it never, to me. Dixie ran music as a category, you know, was right. yeah, so it. never felt there, but when you're going like antebellum, it was bad. And then to have it backfire by having, uh, you know, African-American artists who's like, please don't do this. But also then to still dig their heels in I and know. make the opposite point they were hoping to make, I mean, They're making it worse. They're trying to steal the name from an African-American singer. Like, 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 isn't that the point of what you're... Totally. It's insane. It's crazy. They're themselves in the foot. a little myopic, I guess, with that. Yeah. What do y'all think about the speakers uh, for the Republican um, National Convention? Well, the, the two people with the guns shooting at Black Lives Matter uh, on their thing? Yeah, and then uh, with like Scott Baio, they were they bring the celebrity. And then out. are the musical performances gonna be um, Kid, Rock. Kid Rock and Ted Nugent? And Ted Nugent. Right. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> By the way, I Done. I could I could not get past and this forever happens, but like how a Republican candidate will start playing a song without ever asking the artist, and and it's like it takes two seconds to find out that musical artist group whatever hates you yeah so the moment you play one of their songs they're going to come and say don't play our music anymore why don't just start off playing stranglehold by Ted Nugent just yeah play to what you know likes you like every yeah you know time. Neil Young isn't gonna stay <laughs> silent <Yeah. laughs> Tom Petty's entire family was like fuck you no <laughs> I was a no, I know my my. I forgot who it was. I guess it was it was it. Maybe it was Bush. Yeah, I think it was Bush one. But when they were playing "Born in the USA," which was my favorite <laughs> thing about that, because it, it completely ignoring the lyrics to that song. Right, right, right. Absolutely, like the most like it's it's like we're it's it's all about like the system's fucked. Yeah. There was a very funny moment when I was growing up in New Jersey. I'm from Jersey and uh, Springsteen. Uh, they wanted to make uh, uh, Born to Run the official anthem of New Jersey. And it is now the unofficial, but it was like, there was, I remember watching this on like the local station at, you know, the state house, but they were like, are, somebody reading like why we shouldn't be doing, why this shouldn't be the song and like reading the lyrics to like the assembly. It's like, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I love the song, but it's like, baby, this town rips the bones from your back. It's a death trap. It's a suicide <laughs> rap. We've got to get out while we're young. It's, and he's, I, <laughs> the whole song seems about somebody wanting to leave New Jersey. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> but you watch everybody probably listening to the song and just mumbling along till they get to the chorus. Like, man, man, <laughs> well, it's like people who play I Will Always Love You at their weddings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Not a good love song. Not yeah. a good love song. Why is that? Oh, yeah. Because it's all about a love breaking up. But Dolly Parton <laughs> wrote that for Porter Wagner when she was leaving the Porter Wagner show. It was her, like, 
Oh, wow. It's my final goodbye to Porter <laughs> Wagner. It's not even a, well, a romantic relationship. <laughs> it's actually about a friendship. Like a friendship. <laughs> How about every breath you take, which is about somebody stalking somebody? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you go, I'm gonna be watching, whoever you're aware. I'll be watching you. <laughs> and that was like, that was like I, I danced to that at a couple weddings. It was <laughs> terrifying. Well, what's the song Black Velvet about? Can someone answer that for me? I've always questioned that. That you can make so things out of. It's like but a- think about <laughs> the lyrics. They don't make any sense every time I hear that song. Black Velvet in that little girl's- It was in that little boy's eye. Eyes, black velvet, a slow southern style, a new religion. Uh, It'll bring you to your knees. I never liked that song. Black velvet, if you please. Like, well, Jenny, is that, man? The, the thing that you made me hip to that I was completely unaware of, and it was just like, it's before Baltimore Times even, but I was like, you hear it like at oldie stations, was the song Young Girl. Yeah, but Young I, Girl. Uh, <laughs> my, my, uh, 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 what is that? Pickett and the Union. Uh, uh, Gary, was it? Gary Puckett. But that song is it's so inappropriate. <laughs> great song musically. Is Who, always, I, do I know this song? Yeah, it's a one. Young girl, get out of my line. Oh, oh, oh. Is way uh -huh. out of line. The run girl. You're, yeah. you're way too young girl. Yeah. And it's all about like, you're turning me on, go away. You're, you're not yet a woman, but like, I, I can't be trusted with you. But right. you know, there's even, and I can't, I'm never going to know the titles of them, but I've heard Howard talk about it. There are some Beatles and I think even Rolling Stones, like there's some like major band hits, uh, maybe even um, Led Zeppelin that are <laughs> all about young, young girls. <laughs> oh, yeah, like it's you know. What was that song that was called? Was the the title of it, Do Me. Belle Biv DeVoe, remember, You Can Do Me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but there was a, there's a part of that song that goes, backstage, underage, adolescent, how you doing? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, she was just 17. It's like backstage, <laughs> underage, how you doing? <laughs> I know, oh my God. Yeah, she was just 17, you know what I mean. <laughs> And the way she looked was way beyond compare. Well, she's pretty young. <laughs> I, I was watching uh, a Chappelle show marathon the other night and this commercial came on and I just, I lost it laughing because it was like a late night commercial that was like, call this number to talk to real live 18 year old girls. And I was like, fuck wants to talk to an 18 year old girl? Have you never talked to an 18 year old girl? It was like the worst experience. Yeah. Of your life. I'm like, somebody's really calling? Do you really think some 18-year-old girl's like, okay, hey. You mean what they're doing to the post office? It's so undemocratic. I'm making a TikTok <laughs> video. Hang on. <laughs> what do you think about this new Palestinian deal? No. Just, like, some girls on her phone like, what? Yeah, what? <laughs> Of a black hole have come in from NASA. Are you wearing a mask? I'm not wearing a mask. Yeah. It's so stupid. I, I feel like I can't breathe. I feel like I'm being held back. You know what, though? That is where the internet has done us wrong. This whole mask thing would never be a thing without the internet. Yeah. Or a real president. That there's, bullshit wouldn't be so much that wouldn't be around without the internet. <laughs> yeah. I saw. You know, I just tell Twitter, like, it, it takes no time at all. Like, I won't post something. I'll Google, like, if I read something on Twitter that I'm like, wow, is that for real? I'll go and look it up. Of course. It's real. I didn't realize how rare that is for somebody to go, like, let me see if that's actually correct. And yeah. I, I check it out when it's even from, like, responsible, like, friends who I think are responsible. I just want to look again because I don't want to, like, post some. Yeah, I you know. You want a credible news source or whatever. And Hey, yes, did you guys listen to The Daily today? No, I haven't today. I haven't listened to mm. it. What it's really it? interesting. It's about the postal scandal. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it brought up something that I had contemplated. You know, see, a lot of times I'm like, I think Donald Trump is, like, he is dumb, and he is racist, and he is sexist, and he's all these things, but... <laughs> He is a master manipulator. And a lot of times I feel like he starts these little fires just to deter, like on purpose because he knows everybody's going to focus on him. Yeah. So he starts this little fire at the post office and they were talking about this on the daily today. 
And it's not, and the ultimate game is really to just make, even if they're, you know, none of what they were doing had anything to do, you know, it was just all by yeah. coincidence that it was happening at this time. And so we're freaking out. And so we spend all this attention saying, you know, fighting that fight. But then the his ultimate goal is just to make Americans not trust the election. That's like right. get us fighting back and forth about the post office is going to make it easy to say the whole thing is bullshit. Well, because there's no 100%. scenario. He's been planting the seed for four years. He did it even before this election, the yeah. 2016. So there's no scenario where he loses. And, and he, you know, by popular vote, I predict, hopefully, uh, you know, I could be wrong, that, that w it will be a giant turnout. But he's just doing this. He won't, you know, to, to not leave. And it's really going to be, it's really coming down to, like, who are going to be, and I don't have a lot of faith in them, but who's going to, like, not let this happen? And besides, like, Mitt Romney and some, you know, who's going to say, like, you know, we can't do that? And um, I, I think I'm worried. I mean, like when you said about like, are you gonna come into this I mean, if we lose that, this country's done. But think of, like he gets away with, he's getting away with everything. I know. That's what's so scary. He, he manages to start like, like you said, like I don't think he's smart, but he's, he's smart in different ways, like in the manipulating yeah. manner. I mean, the moment he got into office, the first thing he started spewing was fake news, fake news. He just, yeah. he just dismissed every news outlet except yeah. for Fox News. And, you know, like, I, I took personal offense to it because I was a news producer for ABC for several years. And I'm like, so you're saying what I did for all those years was bullshit? Like, yeah. it, but he managed to do that. And how quickly did we start hearing people fake news? Like, it just became. So he made sure, okay, I discredited all the news outlets. It, like, he's the ultimate rodeo clown. Like, a rodeo clown that's just going to distract from the fucking bull coming towards you like he is the ultimate at doing this like he'll just plant some little seed and because there's no there's yeah that was and i was always so confused like there's nothing that says uh if we don't have mail-in voting that he's not gonna win like more right. liberals don't vote by mail actually more conservatives vote by mail right. what, are you, what are you doing why are, what because what he wants that? to be able to say like when he loses or if he loses and it's rigged it's, that it's, yeah so he he's it's it's yeah. again planting seeds he has a fucking garden of <laughs> seeds or is it just so we talk about all that because he's really sucking putin's dick <laughs> over in the other room <laughs> gargling on his fucking yeah, no, absolutely 100 percent. but you know like the way that just taking away from the the actual subject at hand you know just wearing masks uh just in you know like taking something political like making something political that's not political like he's a pro at doing this i mean the fact that he's like the my pillow guy he's saying he has the cure no no crazy. I gotta, because you're so you know i'm a coastal elite from two coasts now. Um, That's so, why I like you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Gulf Coastal. <laughs> this is my question because you're. That's different. Because you know, you know, look, you, you I think you, should, you have you have a fan base that straddles both, you know, political things, even even you know, or at least you know you you know you're in the country music world and have been. Do you sense a shift? Not from like, obviously, like there's the base who's no, no matter what, they just hate brown people so much, there's no other thing that's gonna uh, affect them. But have you sensed any kind of shift like in from from people who may have like, in, like reluctantly held their nose and voted for Trump because they didn't like Hillary and are different this time? I mean, do you, I, I can't I mean, tell. really, I'm not in the country music world or industry. I know nothing about it. Yeah, um, I ask people that are in it that same question. <laughs> like, yeah, what do they say? Shifting? Are things changing? Because wasn't it just a couple of years ago that they said like every tenth song on country radio is a female artist or something like that? Like I didn't even know that. I've never. I don't listen to country radio, but um, so I don't know. I, I don't know. I have no idea. Oh man, I was hoping you'd say yes. I know. I I have no idea. Yeah. All right. So I, like to, to wind this fun thing down, then we have to do our show recommendation. Okay. Yeah, please. 
All right, Nat, what have you been watching? What do you want to recommend? Oh, yeah. I've you? really dumbed down my television during- Oh, you, you just now dumbed it? <laughs> yes, yes, I actually have. Yes, it's true, Jenny. Okay. I only, so I actually hardly ever watch TV. I would watch, I watched like five of The Real Housewives. Oh, Jesus. And that was before COVID. Like that was my- Oh, wow. Mm. And then everything else was just documentaries. I didn't care about anything documentaries. Yeah. Since COVID, I have watched every season of every spinoff of 90 Day Fiance. Oh, God. 90 Day Happily Ever After, 90 Day Where, uh, What Now, 90, Before the 90 Days, 90 Day Pillow Talk. I mean, I've watched them all. 90 Day Pillow Return? I thought that's what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, my Pillow Talk. My pillow. Um, and then... <laughs> I was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to watch? Because I don't actually watch. I do puzzles and I more listen. That's why I can't, like, my kids are like, let's watch Jojo Rabbit. And I was like, I can't do a puzzle and do subtitles. <laughs> How's that going to work? <laughs> so, but, oh my God, the UK version of Love Island. It, my daughter watched that and said it's bananas. It is unreal unreal and the uk is the one area where we had to like change our lyric like mute lyrics and stuff for radio that we didn't have like certain words that you don't have to do yeah. for the us we had to do it for the uk but their television is practically porn <laughs> it's practically porn oh it is oh maybe i will watch that yeah yeah oh oh you're gonna like it like the US <laughs> version I've heard is just way too like PG-13 and boring. I've never watched it. But the UK, oh my God, these people, they all sleep in beds in the same big room. They're just fucking having sex under the sheets. And like going at it. And you see the other people watching them and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> wow. I watch it because it just blows my mind. Well, you're describing my life. But, um, <laughs> you're you're cor you're quarantined with like right. are they wearing masks? Oh, are they wearing masks? <laughs> what, what, what about you, Jenny? What are you watching? Um, I just finished the second season of Umbrella Academy. Loved it. Loved I the first season. The first season. I really enjoyed it. That's like such a fun show. I recently watched <laughs> just because I had some edibles. All the Batman movies, but like the old ones. Oh, really? They were on HBO. Yeah, like the first, you know, the Tim Burton. Yeah. yeah. They still held up. But the documentary I watched that I really loved was the new Go-Go's documentary. Oh, I'm going to watch that. I'm going to It's watch on that. Showtime. Oh, I have to highly see recommend it. I'm going to oh, watch that's it. that's cool. They make the chicks look like pussies. Those ah. girls are fucking We are pussies. Ball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Seriously, like the fact that they're all just sitting there talking alive and look great, like every one of them looked fantastic. I was oh, like, wow. They, and they, they went stay together. They couldn't stay together. Couldn't. Well, they are now. They managed to. They found their way back? Okay. But it doesn't they matter. found their way back. But well, I always yeah. loved the Go Go's. I was a, I was a big fan. So that yeah, was me too. enjoyable. Me too. I, I recommend that. You, Danny? Well, I'll go with music. I'll just suggest something else. But I finally saw. Um, Laurel Canyon, that two-part documentary about like, you know, all the music happening here in six, it was so, so good. And I watched that Andy Summers documentary about uh, the police that's on, um, it might be on Hulu. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, by the way, I also watched the Clive Davis and David Foster documentaries on HBO. I mean, oh, yeah. on uh, Netflix, I'm sorry. You see those. David Foster, what's that one like? Propaganda or? David Foster literally is like, I mean, he comes across like such an asshole, but he just like owns it. You know, like he owns up to be an asshole. The Clive Davis one, like. I've seen the Clive Davis one. I like that one. I thought, well, I like the music in it and both of them. I thought, I liked both of them, but I just thought it was kind of funny how David Foster just like owned up to being like. Oh, like was, was David Foster? So David Foster was involved in him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's. Mm. Like, I don't know. If I trust that, and I, and I don't know David Foster. I just know him from the Real Housewives of Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, he would love to hear that because on the documentary he goes, 
you know, somebody will come up and recognize me and I'm like, I've got 16 fucking grand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I knew who he was. I'm just saying I didn't know about like, his life. <laughs> that's on you, dog, for fucking being on The Real Housewives. What did you think was going to happen? You weren't going to get recognized? Was- and then Catherine McPhee, like, you know, she's almost 17. <laughs> <laughs> Young girl, get out of my <laughs> She's younger than his daughters. But... <laughs> <laughs> that's good for him that's always fun <laughs> but they actually i will say this there's a huge age gap but they actually do seem happy like yeah but he seemed happy with what's her face from real housewives so well, all five times he was married. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's happy until it isn't yeah, yeah exactly but i no, i i would recommend watching that i thought that was good yeah, i'm gonna watch it yeah and then, sorry, Danny, what else did you have? What was that? Oh, uh, you know what I saw this weekend that I liked? I, I can see where it goes. It was a little slow starting, but Lovecraft Country on HBO. Oh. Jordan Peele produced. Yeah, yeah. Like I haven't this, watched that yet. It has a little yeah. horror genre. It's good. It was, it was. It got- Lovecraft Country? Yeah, Lovecraft. So it's about, you know, it's sort of, there's H.P. Lovecraft, the writer of horror, who was also horribly racist. Um, and it's this complicated, it's like, takes place it, it seems like it takes place like in um like you know Jim Crow America and uh these three uh yeah I, I don't want to give too much away it was just like it was but there's like a supernatural element and yeah it's, huh. it's cool all right yeah, yeah. well there you go all um right. look. and we uh, made final it. question <laughs> final question do you guys <laughs> believe in uh, extraterrestrials I believe that there must be extraterrestrials I don't believe they visit us did, oh, did you see the Unsolved Mysteries? The the new okay, the new season of Unsolved Mysteries. They do an episode about which I thought was hilarious because then at the end, they, you know, they go like, "If you have any information, call this number." Like it's a fucking <laughs> UFO sighting. <laughs> like really, what? But it was there was a really interesting story where I don't want to like I would. It's the fifth episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Okay, I'll but, watch. But Let's it's go. it's it's enough that would make you go like, hmm. Oh, 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 yeah, the new Unsolved Mystery. The new Unsolved oh, Mystery. I watched that. See, I thought that was the only bad one in the series. No, but oh. did you think, like, it felt like, okay, some of the people seem believable, but some, but it I mean, was like, I, it all I, happened I, to these people that didn't know each other all at the same time on the same day, like a thing. Natalie, there's no way you ask that question without your personal answer being yes, right? No, the, why it's on my brain is because all this, like so all this stuff has been coming mm-hmm. out about it. And my kids are absolutely like, mom, this and this, and it's real and blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm not saying it's not real. I kind of just don't care. Don't <laughs> <laughs> care until it's my problem, you know? Like, <laughs> I mean, it lands in my I fucking backyard. I have to imagine <laughs> the size of the galaxy, it's yeah. the star that we are the only. <laughs> right. Well, that's right. Well, I, I believe in it, but yeah. I mean, I'm so lonely, I wouldn't mind getting probed. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, be exciting. Uh, I hope they wear masks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got space COVID. Well, Natalie, thank you so much. I know how busy you are. This means a lot. I'm so busy. <laughs> <laughs> Back to your bread making and homemade pasta. Yeah, I'm almost done with this puzzle. And Guy, guy <laughs> as always, thank you. Thank you, Guy. Do you have anything you want to add, Guy? I'll tell you a show not to watch that I was very disappointed in. What? I'm, and I really like this guy, and I'm sorry to say it, but An American Pickle? Did you guys watch that? Uh, yeah. Seth Rogen? Oh, I heard it was good. It's not good. No, I've been hearing things about American Pickle. I was like, I watched it. I don't need to watch it twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's how I, like, I wasn't, I didn't hate it or something. It's not like I turned it off, but I was like, oh. Did you watch he was great in it. I thought he did a great job of playing opposite it's himself. But usually when I see the cover being a person playing two different people, I always kind of glaze over. Like, not watch I, it sounded good when he was talking about it on Howard. But. I thought so too. Yeah. We'll give it a whirl. So that's disappointing. Yeah, and I'm a, I'm a what about kiss with Polish grandparents, which is like essentially he's a Polish grandparent like it's right up my alley and that's why I was yeah like, you were ready to like it yeah okay well way to bring us down guy uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna I, waste my time can I fat the fanboy for one second 
I was uh, thinking to Danny right before Natalie came on how great Natalie was on Howard in her last appearance. And then the next day he had, was Katy Perry on? It was. And, and like the difference between Natalie and Katy Perry, like, like wow. And also like somebody with a great interview and then Katy Perry. I know you love Katy Perry, but she's right here. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, embarrassing for me. <laughs> oh, fuck. I just lost my beauty light. Oh my God. Ah, oh shit, look at it. Okay, well, thank you, Natalie. Thank you, Guy. Thank you, my dear friend here. Yeah, thanks, Nat. Appreciate All it. All right. Bye. Bye. out with a chick song, would you, Guy? Thank you. <laughs> oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the rest so good.